0: What's up everybody? Welcome to the third episode of the Culture Academy. It is your host, Flex, and super excited about this episode, Um, having on what I would consider a friend. Honestly, we were introduced by Jess Sloss over at Seed Club, the chief instigation officer. I'm sure you've heard of him. I'm sure you've heard of Seed Club and all the great, fantastic things that they're up to. And the first time I met Ben was actually in person. Uh, He's a fellow Venice resident. And I was just super impressed with with his story and with his background. Like, he's the epitome of, you know, boots on the ground, get involved, and make things happen. And so uh, we touched a little bit on advice to newcomers in the Web3 space and and what to do and how to get involved. And I don't think there's anybody better to listen to um, than Ben. He's done it. He's up to some awesome things obviously he's super active in uh in seed club he has his own telegram group he runs a fund of funds like there's really not much that that this guy hasn't hasn't been involved with and he's truly a mover and a shaker so um, super pumped and yeah let's get into it ben what is going on man how are you what's up flex how are you i'm good Good, awesome, dude. Uh, thank you, uh, thank you for joining. I'm, I'm, I've been looking forward to this for uh, for some time. Uh, so yeah, let's let's get into it. I think for for those people that that may not be familiar, like, um, uh, will you tell us a little bit about yourself and, and 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 your background and kind of what got you started in Web three?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So hey, everyone, Ben Jacobs um, from New York originally went to school down south. Uh, worked in the more traditional world in strategy consulting and at high-growth tech startups uh, like Jet.com and Bird. Uh, coincidentally, back in 2015, I was studying for the GMATs, uh, potentially to go to business school, when um, I, I actually met this guy who was helping me with uh, my math GMAT um, side of the equation. And when we started having conversations about GMAT math, he kind of, at, at the end of the first session, he was like, well, do you want to pay me in cash or do you want to pay me in Bitcoin? And from that moment on, all we talked about was Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, blockchain, et cetera. And through that process, I kind of became obsessed with the space, started investing and reading and researching and trying to participate in any way I can. Uh, so I've been an active participant, like kind of on the sidelines uh, since about 2015. But... Getting into 2020, I really started to notice the influx of Web3 technology, NFT technology, the demand and appetite for these new protocols and primitives, and it really started to catch my eye. And then I, I think we started to see the bull market hit, uh, start to heat up. And I actually decided last summer, by when I was participating in DeFi, mm-hmm. and, and seeing the writing on the wall with NFTs, I was like, I need to go full-time in this. I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'll figure something out. So I left my my job at a startup uh, in August 2020 and just spent the last or the, the next four months of uh, 2020 trying to figure out what it is I wanted to do. And through that process, I basically got involved with with a few different things. The first is I uh, really wanted to to refine my investment strategy and and figure out how to, to be an asset manager in the space. So I ultimately created a digital asset hedge fund of funds where basically pool capital and invest into a basket of top tier crypto hedge funds. Uh, that's called Seniors Capital. We launched on on May 1st and um, have about 5 million under management from 27 LP. So I was super psyched to, to get that off the ground. but at heart i'm like a crypto native and i just love the space and wanted wanted to build and so i started to figure out where i had relevant skills that could communicate and, and that could help these you know this new world of crypto that's not purely financial and so through that i started reading about DAOs, um and and started to figure out like where i should play and through that process I got connected to Jess or that tall guy on Twitter, who was running Seed Club at the time. And I loved his vision for creating the Y Combinator for social tokens, basically helping creators and uh, communities tokenize themselves and leverage the powers of tokens to provide better utility to their community and to to form a, a more native digital economy. And through that process, I got heavily involved in the DAO, um, started poking around other relevant DAOs in the space, and ultimately was just helping out in any way I could. And through that process, I ultimately joined Seed Club as a core contributor uh, and and have now been working uh, officially for the DAO for uh, quite some time. So um, that's kind of how I got my initial introduction into the space. And uh, you know i'm I'm super jazzed about where it is now, but I think the the upside potential is tremendous. And not only do I think like it the whole space will revolutionize how creators and communities interact with you know their broader audiences and and ways in which they can enrich the experience and provide and create more value for themselves. Um, but I also think there's an unprecedented opportunity for those who want to get involved in the space to seize opportunity and capture a fantastic professional experience by being on the ground of a truly revolutionary moment in time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's, um, that's actually a great segue. So Jess actually introduced us. Uh, we, we talked to, uh, to Jess, say, maybe a month or so ago. And I told him I was living in LA and you were the, he's like, you, you gotta meet, you gotta meet Ben. And so, uh, one thing I really, really appreciated about you when we met was you were, you were very, uh, you were like, you're like, a roll up your sleeves for, for, you know, lack of a better term. Cause you were saying, like, look, I, I, as soon as I heard about this stuff, I dove head first. It didn't matter. You left your job and, and went to go contribute to these DAOs right away. And I think that, um, that's amazing. And I think it's it's guys, people like you that are really gonna push this whole industry forward because that that's really what's gonna take it off the ground in such a green-filled space. No one really quite knows. So you need the people that are like, screw it. I I I, I don't know. I, I'm just like everybody else, but I'm willing to work hard uh to really push that forward and get my hands dirty. And that's and that's something that really resonated with me. So um, a good segue is you mentioned people getting in to DAOs. I know. Um, other than, you know, the, the very typical advice is like, Hey, join a discord and, and maybe introduce yourself. Do you have any advice for people that are really looking to get in and kind of making the name for themselves either in, in one specific DAO or maybe across a a different one? Like what is the insider tip that, that you experienced for, um, really making your name for yourself in, in, in the DAO movement right now?
1: Yeah, I think the I think the DAO movement and, and broader web three is just a total wide open design space and there's mm-hmm. so much room for creativity and ingenuity and for participation and people are coming up with amazing ideas i mean look no further than flex with kraushaus i mean who would have thought that a bunch of people on the internet who've never really met could collectively band together and push forward this mission of acquiring a stake within a uh, an mba team i mean mm-hmm. people are doing crazy, amazing things. And the tech is now there. So I think with that, kind of have to take a leap of faith. And for me, kind of had this imposter syndrome. Like I, I knew I could work at a traditional tech company, but you see all these people within crypto who seem so seasoned as if they've, you know, been around for 50 years in the space. And the reality is they've probably been around for like maybe three years. And the majority of them, were probably sideline um, investors or participants and didn't go full-time until maybe a year ago. So like the, the experts in the space are not that far ahead. And to me, like the best way to learn is to do. I do think it's important to read and to research and to understand so that you can deliver as much value as possible. But one thing I've noticed is that All these protocols, even looking at DeFi or Web3 and DAOs uh, and and these NFT projects. Yeah, hopping into a Discord in one thing. And I think that's a good way to get exposure and to understand what's going on. But then being in a Discord is very different than participating in a Discord. And I think participation doesn't need to be relegated solely to those who have true crypto native skill sets. If you're a marketer, you know every single project needs marketing help. If you are a graphic designer, you better believe that every single DAO or community or NFT artist needs help, needs inspiration, needs work. And so what, I've, what I like, what I did, and I was fortunate was that when I joined Seed Club, just kind of had this. Uh, he knew he wanted to put on like a summit, a big conference where we would wrangle together some of the the thought leaders in the Web three space. And so I was like, "How about I just run with that?" And together with another excellent uh, core contributor at Seed Club, Nicole, we kind of took on that project. And through that, you know, we met a lot of people. I learned a lot about putting on a conference. I mean, that's not very crypto related, but I also got to connect with some of the guest speakers was participating in the Discord and learned how to organize things within Discord and and how to do so through the lens of a DAO. Um, and then I, I got to spend a lot of time with Jess, and he's been a fantastic mentor for me and, and helping onboard me into the space. So, I mean, putting on a uh, summit is definitely not like a crypto task, but it's something that the DAO saw value in. And therefore, when I raised my hand, I was like, I think I can figure this out. They were like, OK, run with it. Because there's so much work to be done, and crypto and DAOs are so meritocratic that those who raise their hand and who are willing to do work, often for free, get rewarded down the road. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you can't come in and and say, like, hey, like, I'm an expert, like, I went to XYZ school and I work in software, like, give me something to do. It's more so, here's like, well, you can, you can kind of read the tea leaves within the DAO see like what what the current pain points are, where their are bottlenecks, where there's opportunities for growth and assistance, and then get involved in those and offer to provide work that pushes forward the community by relieving those pain points because it will ultimately get rewarded. And I saw that like I, I was working within the DAO for a long time before I ultimately got onboarded and, and found a way to, to get rewarded for my contributions. So I'd say probably the best way is to get in the discord first start to just like provide thoughtful discussion and commentary. And then when you start to see opportunities, like if there's a, a weekly call, hop on the call, listen in. And when you, when you feel like you have something additive, chime in and, and offer to do something. And you do that enough, uh, more and more, you start to get to know more and more people within the DAO and then take on your own initiative and run with that. <clears throat> and ultimately a, a group of core contributors will, will form and coalesce and will really be centered around the DAO. And you know that's how you develop leadership positions. And then there's opportunity, like once you develop a, a reputation, you know there's other opportunities. That's the cool thing about DAOs is, you can get involved with anything that catches your eye, so you develop the skill set. Maybe with the first DAO, don't try and create your uh, a DAO on your own immediately, but build that skill set, help out in a bunch of other DAOs, and then who knows? Maybe you have a concept that you want to go live with, and you already know how to get from step A through P because you've kind of helped before.
0: Yeah, no, that's 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 fantastic advice. One thing I want to spotlight there is not being scared to jump in with non-crypto native skills. I think like we're going through this right now at Krause house and I think things like marketing, editorial, uh, any sort of media, graphic design is just as if not more important than the crypto native stuff. Because right now, a lot of people, the first movers tend to be more crypto native, right? And they've either done their own smart contract development, or they're very up on how certain protocols work and and everything like that, or they've traded. So, like you're starting to get oversaturated in that, and more of the soft skills are, are a big time value add. So, um, you know, the imposter syndrome is is totally real, but there's so much opportunity for people that are just crypto enthusiasts but have skills elsewhere. So, I I, I love that and resonated with that a lot. Um, so you and I have have spoken, you know, offline just hanging out about the the Dow uh upside potential, which is absolutely tremendous. And so the reason why we jumped in head first and because we saw that hey, if we can get in on the ground floor, there's so many opportunities and we can cement ourselves as, as thought leaders and and really grow communities, which is exciting and we get jazzed up just talking about it. But you and I have both spoken about how Dow's right now are potentially you know more theory than in practice. So what are some of the problems that you're seeing with Web3 uh, communities at the moment? And then what, moreover, like, what have you seen people out there that are doing to kind of address those pain points?
1: Yeah, cu- couple things there. Um, the first, and it kind of goes back to the, the last question is, it's easy to join a DAO when things are already baked out and, and flushed out. But taking a risk and investing either time or capital in the early stage investment of a DAO, uh, of the formation of a DAO, you know, brings value that you may not even expect. So and this is just kind of an odd example, but I think it's indicative of the benefits of crypto and the opportunities that are presented by being an early contributor and just jumping in when things are very hairy and unclear, and like I, I was a subscriber to Bankless and their uh, their paid newsletter, and I, I subscribed like right when I like jo- was reading about um, like really reading about DeFi and NFTs and and trying to ingest all their information. And I was like, I'm going to pay for this newsletter. I'm getting a lot of value for it. Um, and then they released a POAP badge, uh, uh, proof of attendance protocol, where paid subscribers can get it. And then as a result of having that badge, when Bankless DAO formed, I was able to prove that I had this badge. And therefore, got airdropped thousands of bank tokens for their new DAO. So it's just something, even before a DAO takes shape, spot the projects uh, that you know, you're know you interested in and that you're personally getting value from, because chances are, if you're getting value from it and you're participating and helping, even if they don't even have a DAO yet, chances are that your participation or contribution will be recognized down the road, be it through a, a token or some other means of, uh, like appreciation. Um, transitioning to what are some of the, the pain points with DAOs? I'd say, you know, there there is that imposter syndrome problem um, where people feel like they don't know how to add value. And I think we discussed that, you know, every skill is valuable to a DAO, consider them companies um, and companies have many organizations uh, within them. Um, I'd say, the DAO tooling definitely isn't there yet. Uh, Flex, I know something you and I have jammed on that I think there's immense opportunity for is DAO HR. Um, you know, streamlining operations of who are the contributors, uh, how should they get compensated, leveraging like benefits and and trend, uh, taxes, and trying to think through some of the complexities that you know uh, an HR department would think through in a a more traditional company. I think those are all novel. And given the fact that we all are citizens of the internet and you know, people are all over the globe and in different states and, you know, playing in this new world of crypto, the rules really aren't written. So DAOs are, are kind of figuring out on their own how to compensate fairly, how to reward contributors, how to think through disbursements of capital. Then you like even layer in some of the complexities with treasury management. Like, what are you supposed to do with your capital to ensure that it's being deployed effectively? Uh, should you be participating in DeFi? Are there risks in allocating percentage of DeFi? How, how aggressive or uh, risk tolerant should you be with that capital? Um, what are some other budgeting things that should be accounted for? What are the complexities from a legal standpoint of issuing a public token, such that it's not considered a security? These There's how to, how to issue a token such that the distribution is fair to those that, that joined early, but also leaving enough dry powder to support potential contributors down the road. I mean, the goal is for these DAOs to be around, for the most successful DAOs to be around forever. So how can you not be short-sighted? So I think there's we're still all figuring things out. and one, one of my pain points uh, is, yeah I, I, I'm, a, I'm a doer. I like doing things. and what I've realized is like you can do a bunch of things, but you may, like there's no perfect solution out there yet. There's not that much precedent in any of this. So I think it's important to, to kind of think about that. And know that it's okay not to get things perfectly right um, but at least be like on, in the right direction but I'd say like an issue is like there's no clear lines to draw within so you're kind of making the lines yourself um, and that's like kind of a pain point but kind of an opportunity um, in that you are guiding how this space can evolve uh, I'd say in terms of uh, other pain points within a DAO, um, I frankly think like a a lot of it is really crypto native people or crypto curious people, but there's so many brilliant smart people out there who frankly just don't have any knowledge about this space. And I think like there's a, a tremendous opportunity for DAO education and teaching people about what's being built and how to onboard them and creating almost like a, a digital credential. Like it's mm-hmm. like, okay, Flex and, and Ben have been involved in five DAOs and have done X, Y, Z. When I show up into a DAO and I'm, I'm in there under a pseudonym, you know, the people within that DAO may have no idea who I am, but if there was like a way in which like I could signal like, hey, I've been involved, like check my on-chain record i've been involved in xyz and i did abc i think that's also like another tremendous opportunity that doesn't exist now so i'd say like there's almost everything still needs to be figured out but there's so many green shoots and i think that's what makes it such an incredible opportunity to participate in now and start educating people who don't know crypto who think crypto is just Bitcoin and Ethereum and speculation via Doge. It's like, yeah, yo, come in here. This is like a social club. This is like an extracurricular. You could get involved, help, and you may even get compensated from a financial perspective. So just even shining the light uh, on that to to people um, who aren't in crypto. It's like even going back to the House example. It's like I started telling people who have no interest in crypto that by participating in this DAO, you could become a partial owner of an NBA team and you see the light bulb go up. And and there's nothing more validating by being in crypto than turning on the light bulb for someone not in crypto or someone who has been a contrarian against uh, any of the values that crypto demonstrates or simply they're just ignorant. So I'd say like that even just shepherding people in is, is a really cool opportunity. So I see pain points, but pain points reflect opportunity and every issue is a, a chance for someone to seize that and create value around it and to resolve it and resolving problems gets you paid.
0: Yeah. Uh, wow, man. So many gems in there. I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to run that back because there's so much good information packed into that. So I'll start with, um, I've recently become a big like mental model and, and framework guy. And one of the things I found super interesting about crypto and opportunities is something along the lines you were saying where uh, a lot of opportunity resides. There's tons of pain points. There's no shortage of pain points, but one thing that's really a good opportunities take something from a traditional organization like an HR, right? And those things are um, are essentially bulletproof as far as Protocol goes like, like there's HR IS companies that pop up from now and then, but basically they're just facilitating traditional HR protocols, uh, using technology. And, but one thing is like, how do you apply something traditional like HR? And then what is uniquely distinct about crypto where there's a new value add that completely unlocks? And like, one of those things, like we were talking about compensation, right? It's like, now you have this thing where it's, there's, there's tokens involved, right? It's not just, it's not just USD. And so how can you adapt something like compensation that can be applied across all DAOs, like offering native tokens versus uh, USDC or something like that Like that mix, a lot of people don't know what to do there. And like, are there other benefits that you could do? Like you have bonuses structures now that you can use as airdrops. Like there's all these uniquely distinct crypto native solutions where you could take something as old and archaic as HR and immediately apply it. And there's massive opportunity. So I love that. I love that thinking. And I love that's where your head's at. Um, You mentioned things like reputation management, right? And one of the things I, I think about DAOs are kind of completely flipping on their head is Right now, if someone goes to LinkedIn, there's a uh, there's a bias to look for really big name companies and tenure, right? It's like people wanna see that you've been at Airbnb for six years and then Uber for four, right? What's interesting about DAOs is it's almost, you're almost taking a horizontal approach. Like, what have you done for a bunch of different DAOs that I can take with me kind of as this passport as I head into a new DAO. So it's like, you're basically just going, you're going side to side rather than vertical, which I think is also super interesting and still kind of falls into the HR bucket. So like, yeah, those are, those are just incredibly powerful things that, that are going to be a need that no one's really addressing right now. So um, yeah, the opportunities kind of seem, kind of seem endless there
1: yeah totally agree and i think uh cooper turley uh koopa troopa on twitter um was talking with him and uh the other day i was like do do you have like a like a full-time main job and he was like yeah my full-time main job is like web3 and dows like it's not one particular thing and i think that's almost a paradigm shift of how I think the world will look going forward. It's not even a world of freelancers, but you're contributing to this, this network and you may have multiple streams by which you're getting compensated, but you're pushing forward a broader agenda and things you learn in one DAO could be highly applicable to another. And that time and effort in one DAO to derive those insights and opportunities for another DAO is not time wasted. You know, it's time spent learning and figuring out how you can then in turn return to a different DAO and be a higher leverage player. And I think there's so much leverage in the crypto space that is is frankly untapped. Even the fact that like creators can now own their audiences and their communities cross platform. They're not reliant on, you know, Twitter or Instagram or YouTube. Like if if you are able to capture your audience on a blockchain, that audience travels with you wherever you go, whatever mm-hmm. new platform pops up. And I think that's really powerful. Like for for me, for example, I used to write uh, I hope to one day get back to writing a Substack newsletter called Benny for my thoughts and I had this thought I was like man like I have these subscribers I would love for them also to follow me on Twitter but like for for them like they may not necessarily have a Twitter uh and I'd like to consolidate that list of people who follow me on Twitter follow me on Instagram who I who I have their email who I have um as a subscriber to my newsletter if I could aggregate them as like my audience it's like i start to form a a personal brand and audience whereby i can find ways to communicate directly to them and, and inform them what i'm doing or find ways to contribute back to them in terms of like offering value and then potentially get value back from the from my own community for for servicing them and providing value so i think like there's these new ways of thinking of the world and like you kind of need to zoom out from like, oh, I am a consultant at X company. It's like, you are maybe a consultant for this company, but you're also a DJ at night and you are a writer on the weekends and you zoom out. And it's like, now it's like the Ben Jacobs person as a brand with the multiple things you do. You're not just your job, you're you as a person with your many different skill sets. And I think like, crypto enables you to stack these rare and random skills together, making you an even more unique person. And I think uh, I think that's a new unlock that I'm excited for more people to explore. And again, like when that light bulb goes off, um, you know, I think it's it's really cool. And I think like it's how you look at Gen Z and these kids coming out of college, like they don't wanna go work at Goldman. They don't want to go work at McKinsey. They want to work in crypto. Mm -hmm. They want to figure out how they can build their own personal brand. They want to figure out how they can, you know, become an influencer in whatever niche it is. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like dancing on TikTok. It could be an influencer who explains complex financial products because they're, you know, a genius who was at, like in Warden and graduated in two years. So... That's just kind of some of the things that I'm thinking about is like how the world of work and like working for a single thing is now antiquated in my mind and that people should be applying that framework in terms of like how they can start shifting their careers to be ahead of the curve.
0: Yeah, that's that's incredible. So uh, one thing that you that you mentioned that I I really want to kind of brush upon is is so there's this, there's all, almost been these labels, like basically uh, these hierarchies and, and identities have been kind of put in front of us since the beginning of time, right? And, and to the point where it's almost ancestral, right? We're, we're born and then you immediately, you go to a school and there's a teacher and that teacher reports to a principal, right? And like that reports to a superintendent, and then you learn about the food chain when you're in elementary school, about like, hey, here's what eats eats who. So it's like trying to break that mold and that mental model is really, really difficult. But to your point, like I may be a graphic designing software engineer that DJs and hosts a podcast. Like that's my identity, not the company I work for. And so what DAOs unlock and Web3 unlocks is that I can take Any or all of those, maybe one, maybe all four or five, and I can apply those across a bunch of different DAOs uh, and and communities. And now instead of me me being now now that instead of the DAO or a company being my identity, I'm sharing my identity across these different DAOs. And I think like that. I don't think that that's idealistic or you know opportunistic. I think that's the way it should be. So even going back like breaking that mold of of like of like having the labels be on our backs. Now, this is what the whole Web3 unlocked. And like even the the naming of the of the podcast, the, the uh, culture economy, you touched on creators. I think one really impact is like, you have all this great technology, right? But the ones that actually push it forward are the people that are gonna have their personal brands, have their social tokens, have these communities, right? Like leveraging the power that blockchain unlocks and applying it to these groups of people and making us more human, is really what is going to move the entire culture forward. So, man, I, I I completely agree, and I think like guys like you and you and me. I, I at one point I thought that was just kind of this pie in the sky, uh, glass half full ide- ideology. But no, this this can really really happen, and this is the way it should be. So, um, yeah, I echo everything that you just said.
1: Yeah, and I mean, there's something that there's something to be said for you know developing expertise. And I think like skill acquisition does not exclude what we're talking about. Like it's important to remain focused, like really like sharpen your knives on, on on specific skills. Like you are a software engineer and that has enabled you to do a lot of things. Right. Like I built an e-commerce business from scratch and spent almost four years on it. And that enabled me to really refine an e-commerce mindset. And so it's like, it doesn't mean that, you know, you shouldn't be really honing in and drilling in on one thing, but should focus more so on acquiring those and keeping those, those muscles strong, but then trying to figure out other unique muscles that you could develop such that, you're like a Swiss army knife, you know, drop flex into any Dow and I guarantee you can deliver value in five to six different ways.
0: Yeah. It's, it's a super strong point. Like, I love that you said that because it's, it's not, it's not a, a, um, you know, a specialist versus dra- Jack of all trades. They're not really at odds with Dow's. It's more about, it's like, how do you take your, your skills and be able to apply something immediately, but also take maybe, maybe other, interests or hobbies or even other, you know, skill sets, maybe not tangential to your core skill set that can easily be, be applied across. And like, you might have one DAO where I'm only engineering, then you can have the next hour, like, Hey, I'm, I'm creating mock-ups. Um, am helping develop the ops and the onboarding. It's like, it's like, you're not in necess- Swiss army knife is a good analogy. Cause it's not, it's not like, it's not a buck knife, right. It's where it's like, which is traditional, um, uh, traditional organizations, you're kind of focused to do. It's like, hey, what what do you exactly do here? I think what DAOs unlocked is 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 how can I apply all my skills or maybe just one. So I love how you say, hey, being a specialist or having specialized skill sets is not is not an issue at all. Um, it's more about bringing more out of who you are and how you can apply it and add value. So yeah. it's totally like totally it. a, yeah if totally you're cool
1: more. about like DAOs is you're not stuck doing one thing. You know, you may be responsible for you know leading a podcast initiative and being you're you're an AV guy, so therefore you're you're good at the production and the recording and the editing. But say you you do that and you know you figure it out and you you set it up and everything's there. You know, maybe the next thing you do is you help develop the the economics around the token, or you focus your efforts on treasury management and budget or strategic operations. And you may not be a leader in those working groups initially because maybe that's not your skill set, but you want to develop it. So you're going to be in those calls with the leaders of those working groups with those committees who are focused on that. But again, you're you're strengthening that muscle. And then maybe in another DAO that pops up, you're the leader of the the Treasury management team because you saw how it was done. So there's just so much more flexibility and frankly, like the opportunity to just, you know, hop around, see what's going on, like remain committed, because I think that's also another thing that's noticed. It's like you don't want to be in a hundred DAOs and being like, you know, a point oh one contributor to all of them. You I'd say like be in a few things and and place your bets there and focus and deliver value. But mm-hmm. yeah, that there's also Intraday opportunity. so so don't sleep on that.
0: Yeah, uh, one thing that's one thing that's funny about what you said, I was imagining, at my traditional Web two uh, startups that I've worked at, is like showing up for work one day and randomly going to sit with like customer success, like oh I'm gonna work with you guys today. They would they would be like, is everything okay, man? Or, yeah, yeah they feeling yeah. Yeah. yeah, they yeah. So and then but what's interesting. In your treasury management example, is like, hey, I'm a core contributor to this thing, but if you guys have like a simple task that I can do on the treasury management side, so I can learn and sit in on all these calls, then what you could do is you could actually take that and apply it and be, you know, and, and be uh, another step up of what you were doing in this DAO. But you can apply that knowledge and, and be, you know, uh, possibly a team lead uh, on a on a treasury manager for a different DAO. So it's like it's almost these. It's almost these paid internships, intra-DAO that you can do, that you can uh, eventually apply to other to other DAOs, uh, including and, and bring obviously your core skill sets along too, which is something I haven't previously thought of. So
1: that's, yeah. And, that's crazy. About, yeah, I'd like to go back to your example. If in my, my traditional tech companies, if you wanted to transition teams, you had to interview, like it was a whole process with HR, yep. you couldn't even really... You know get the experience of it there wasn't re- like most companies don't have like rotational programs and i think like again like example of flexibility and, and i i really love that point
0: yeah that's awesome so what are some i mean i like to nerd out on this stuff because you know i'm co-creator in the kraus house and uh i love what seed club's doing i love what friends with benefits is doing there's so like song camp it's it's almost endless What are some Web3 projects that you're that you're super excited about uh, that you've either come across recently or thinking about getting involved in? Like, um, what what are some things you're seeing out there in the ecosystem?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, obviously Seed Club, I, I think, has a very unique vantage point, given its accelerator and studio model, where basically communities and DAOs and creators come to Seed Club for guidance on how to approach Web3. And, and how to tokenize. And so through that, I've um, had the opportunity to meet amazing people experimenting in, in many different ways. And frankly, like I'm blown away by the talent and the creativity uh, that I'm seeing. I also think like obviously friends with benefits and what Alex Zhang and Trevor and Cooper have done there and Derek Taylor, uh is just so cool like i think just seeing friends with benefits transition to like a new age social club like being in in miami for the bitcoin conference although not at the actual conference um and them hosting an event where if you had to demonstrate that you that you were an fwb member via tokens it's just such like a cool irl example of things that are to come um but another thing I'm super pumped about uh, are these web two communities or or legacy communities. so like imagine like a, a reddit group like Wall Street bets or hmm. another community um, that you know maybe is on the internet in a different form like maybe like a Facebook group or whatever it may be or even a, a group of people in real life like you look at. I don't know, like Soho House or something. If there was a way to bring them into Web3, tokens just create a whole new dynamic for members of the ecosystem to interact and engage with with each other. And so I'm really jazzed, not only about the amazing Web3 crypto native people who are building amazing tokenized communities in the form of DAOs, I'm also really interested in watching this, I think, what is slow transition to Web3, and it's going to be like slow, 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 and then everyone's going to want to do it. And I think you're seeing initial attempts with like and coin and uh, these, these influencers who are just like launching individual tokens that represent themselves almost as experimental. I don't know if that's the right way to approach it, but I think it's important that we're seeing that experimentation and and innovation. But what I'm really pumped about is like, who's going to be super thoughtful in their approach to guiding a Web2 community to Web3? Because these are existing platforms of people who've aggregated over a collective thought or belief or desire and who now want to leverage the tools in the web3 toolkit either to drive additional capital to this group to enable group decision making via governance and proposals and other uh, tactics, but also like, wh- like, what new ingenuity and innovation is that going to spark? Um, and like, who are going to step up as the new leader? So, I-, I think there's like so many cool DAOs out there, um, so many cool Web three things that are being built. I mean, Krause House like blows my mind. Um, Seed Club obviously blows my mind. Um, the the Bankless DAO. Is incredible and one of the most impressive I've seen. Um, Global coin research is like a, a mm. project that came through uh, Seed Club's Accelerator, which is incredibly impressive. Uh, they're basically a newsletter, um, or, or not a newsletter, a news source where you have to own GCR in, it, in order to get access to the articles, but then You also get compensated for thoughtful write-ups and comments, et cetera. Um, And then, like, even seeing some of the projects, again, go through Seed Club, like, really impressed with Jump, who's who's led by a a thought leader, Jeff Kaufman, who was in the traditional advertising social media uh, marketing space for 15 years and was at, like, the forefront of the development of social media and who left that because he kind of saw the same – writing on the wall with web3 and crypto and so he created jump as a tokenized community to help onboard fortune 1000 marketing and advertising departments into web3 via like almost like an education and consulting platform so i think uh there's there's so much opportunity like even like a, a, a project, it's not technically a, a DAO, but something that I think is you know, going to be big is YAT. I mean, YAT is, you could basically yes. purchase sequences of emojis that right now can be in the form of a link tree and aren't necessarily on the blockchain yet, although they will be, uh, which could become your, your online identity. And emojis are universal. You could talk with someone who speaks not the same language as you and they'll see your emojis and understand what you're conveying. And that could be your online identity. That could be your online wallet. And I think there's just, and you just see like the caliber of their discord and the discourse within that discord and how they're organizing themselves and like the value that's being created. I mean, they hosted an auction and were selling two emoji sequences for hundreds of thousands of dollars
0: there's oh my gosh
1: tremendous like i mean the rocket ship moon or the, the <laughs> like or the game and then night emoji like it was crazy and i'm like wow this is so well done and so thoughtful and like i'm very bullish on yeah like and i got in i bought some gen zero i was one of the first 500 purchasers of a yacht and <laughs> Who knows? It may literally be worthless. But because I was an early supporter, I understand it. I'm able to talk about it. I'm able to drive people to it. And I'm sure that if Yat were ever to tokenize or find a way to deliver value to those early supporters, I would probably hopefully be rewarded. Like, I just think like there's so much cool thing, so many cool things going on. Um, and and oh, yeah, another one uh, that's insane is Squiggle Dow. Squiggle DAO is, yes. yeah, I mean, Flex, you could, t- I don't know, are you in Squiggle Dow?
0: I'm not, but I, I just, I, I love that such a maybe not simple technically, but a very simple concept. But it's, it's, uh, I heard that they have an amazing community. Yeah. It's, I'm, um, yeah, sh- shouts them out a lot. Yeah. They're, they're yeah,
1: cool. it's a Dow where basically you, you, the price of admission into the DAO is owning a squiggle, which is an NFT, a uh, generative art NFT. Mm-hmm. And that owning that and contributing to the community by owning these squiggles, it b- basically gets you access. And I think it could be the premier generative art DAO. Um, yeah. and there's just like, you know, it. It all lives on Discord right now. I think there will be some evolution in that. Um, I think, like there again, there will be a lot of Web two um, communities and and creators and thought leaders who then migrate over. And I'm really excited about that. And I'm also really excited about what's being born uh, out of out of the crypto space. So honestly, endless things to be jazzed about. Um, and like, that's why you just, you just got to put in the time now and, and be doing a million things at once just because the opportunity is here. Like if DeFi summer last year was kind of like the inflection point for DeFi really kind of hitting that product market fit with, within the broader world. And then we saw flashes of NFTs, um, in, in 2021. And like, I, I think like the flash in the pan NFTs are over, but Actually, if you look at open sea volume, it's higher than it's ever been right now in mm-hmm. July. And I think that's like indicative that like pump and dumps are over, real value is being created. And you know, the DAO and community token and social token space is kind of next in line. Like it is so clear to anyone who's paying attention, like crazy things are being built. Everything is still small and nascent, and you can gain a strong footing within the space by participating and I couldn't recommend more to people to get involved now rather than wait on your hands until things are, are further baked out because the opportunity lies within the risk of joining something before it's flushed out
0: yeah no I, I could echo that a hundred percent dude. This has been so informative. So awesome. Thanks again for joining. Um, Quickly. I found that most people tend to be a little bit, a little bit modest. So I want to give you like a 30 seconds or less shameless plug. Where can people find you? Like, where, where are you active? How do they get in touch with you? And um, so they can be a part of the, the Ben Jacobs uh, boom over the next couple of years.
1: Boom. Um, Follow me on Twitter. Uh, Just started trying to tweet more. Um, It's Benny. B N N Y P jacobs um also find me in the seed club dow uh you know on our discord also shout out to all the moonwalkers out there and uh yeah yeah let's ride let's make some things happen
0: awesome man well I, again i appreciate it so much i'll put all those uh links in the uh in the show notes and yeah just quick shout out to you man because i think one of the things like I said when I first met you that was that was super impressive was you know just your ability to dive headfirst in these things. And you know, Seed Club is probably the premier DAO out there, poster child of what's going on. And from someone that decided to jump in, um, you know, not knowing the temperature of the water, diving headfirst in in a couple short months, uh, you know, you're you're a top contributor there. So um guys go, go get in touch with, um, with Ben. Awesome dude. Great to jam with. And, um, and we'll definitely have you on again, man. So
1: I appreciate you coming. Awesome. This was a uh, great flex. Thanks for coordinating. I'm so, so bullish on Krauss house and, and you and Commodore and what you're building. So let's, let's grow, let's make some things happen. And yeah, thanks for having me on.
0: Let's do it. All right. Thanks everyone for listening. And, uh, we'll, uh, we'll be in touch with you next time. Thank you.